Have you ever been told how much of the Bible you need to read every day to be a Christian? Have you ever wondered how much you need to do, how much you should do if you're doing enough? Well, I've got you covered today because I'm breaking this down in a fresh way to help you understand what you really need to do to grow in your relationship with God, what is really required, and how to do it in your life today. Welcome to His Word, My Walk, where my desire is to ignite your spirit, elevate your mind, and yes, even challenge your body. I'm your host, Kayla, just your girl next door, Christian mentor and life coach. And for the next 20 minutes, I'll be here in your ear to drop some truth, encourage you, lift you up, and share insight from my own life about how God's Word and my daily walk go together. I've got some amazing resources available for you, like prayer cards, Bible journaling bootcamp, a free powerful prayer guide, and so much more. So head to hiswordmywalkpodcast.com and grab what you need. And while you're there, if you'd like to support this show and this mission, you can simply click the button that says buy me a coffee. Your generosity in prayer, in reviews, in encouragement, and yes, in those cups of, well, tea in my case, means so much to me as I continue to pour out what God puts in me. So now, lace up your sneakers, head out the door, and let's get into this. All right, y'all. Last week, we hit discipline in a fresh way, and I was thinking of heading into a part two of that. I told y'all, I have a lot in the tank, like taking more than a month off. It's not that I stopped spending time with God, that I stopped walking with Him and listening for what to teach and what to share. It's not that I took a vacation from my learning with Him and my growth. And if you don't know by now, that's what you get on the His Word My Walk podcast. You get my own story. You get how God has truly been working in me, through me, for me, challenging me, pushing me, pulling me, encouraging me. I work through and walk through this life with God. And then at some point, he will make it clear like, okay, Kayla, now share that part. I tell you all the time, I'm not sharing anything I haven't been through. I'm not teaching anything I haven't lived through. And most often what I am teaching, I still do. Most often what I share with you are strategies I've implemented into my own life. And I literally use them on the regular. Because let's be honest, when God gives you a strategy and when God helps you have fresh understanding, well, that strategy and that freshness like never expires. And it's not just for one thing, one time, one scenario. So today I want to continue on with what we started with talking about discipline, but I want to give you some understanding and some insight into this question that I know I've asked before. This question that I myself get asked a lot by others and it's this, well, how much is enough? Like how much do I have to do? See, we want clear answers all the time. And sometimes we want the answer to this one to know what we like need to do in order to get by. Like the, how do I know if I'm doing enough? That actually might be asked with the motivation of how much do I have to do, right? (laughs) There's this man in the Bible who met Jesus and asked him a pretty similar question. I'll just read the story to you. It's in Mark chapter 10. Jesus is doing what Jesus does. He's done miracles. He's healing people. He's going from town to town. And beginning in verse 17, we read this. 
As Jesus was starting out on his way to Jerusalem, a man came running up to him, knelt down, and asked, Good teacher, what must I do to inherit eternal life? Why do you call me good? Jesus asked. Only God is truly good. But to answer your question, you know the commandments. You must not murder. You must not commit adultery. You must not steal. You must not testify falsely. You must not cheat anyone. Honor your father and mother. Teacher, the man replied, I've obeyed all these commandments since I was young. Looking at the man, Jesus felt genuine love for him. There is still one thing you haven't done, he told him. Go and sell all your possessions and give the money to the poor and you will have treasure in heaven. Then come follow me. At this, the man's face fell and he went away sad for he had many possessions. You can keep reading, dig in, ask the questions. What did Jesus mean? What happened to this man? Get curious. All right, but you see, this man basically was saying to Jesus, look, how much do I need to do? How do I know if I'm doing enough? It's a common question. You're not the first to wonder this. And so today, I want to help you when it comes to your relationship with God. I want to help you in setting up your day, your week, your time. I want to help you in seeing opportunities. And I want to help you experience God in a fresh way as you take action. Because please don't set a bunch of goals, set a bunch of standards just because you think you have to. Or you've heard that that's what needs to be done. Or it's what everybody else is doing. Y'all know how I feel about the Bible in a year plan. So today, I want to break down three things. Three kind of areas. Well, they're just three points. I'm here to help you grow in your relationship with God. That might mean in your prayer life. That might mean in your Bible reading consistency and understanding. That might mean in your application of God's truth and walking it out in your life. There are so many things. That is the purpose here. If you don't yet know Jesus as your personal Lord and Savior, holla at me. I will gladly and simply share the truth with you. I want to be very, very clear that what I'm talking about in this episode is not what is required in order to be saved, in order to receive and accept Jesus Christ as your personal Lord and Savior. That is a free gift. And I, and hopefully any other Christian, will simply, with kindness and patience, explain that to you. My DMs are always open, my inbox is always open, and everything you need to get in touch with me is right in the show notes for this episode. I'm speaking today to Christians. I'm speaking to those who want to grow, and now you're wanting to know if you're doing enough, or what you have to do, or how much you need to do, because someone told you how much you need to read the Bible each day, right? Someone told you how often you need to go to church. Someone told you how much you need to pray. Someone told you something that made you question if you're doing enough. So let me break this down to you in a fresh way. I'm going to share with you in a way that I hope you can understand and relate to. And I'm doing it in relation to your health, to your fitness, to working out. Because, well, not only is that a huge part of my life and was my passion for decades too, but because it was then and there that the Lord revealed this understanding to me. Yes, it was in the gym about a month ago that this fresh truth hit me so, so good. So for starters, I realized when it comes to my own health and fitness, there are pretty much three areas that I hit either on the daily or at least in a strategic way in my life to maintain my health, to maintain my fitness. So let's use those to get to this place with God, okay? Number one, the warm-up. 
This right here is the whole episode. This is the whole fresh understanding. This is what has taught me so much and made me smile and made me wide-eyed and helped me to understand others recently with this fresh insight right here. Okay, here's the deal. When I go to the gym or work out outside or whatever it is, I do a warm-up. And guess what? That warm-up is the same every single day, no matter what. I used to do this in my little apartment gym living in Arizona too. My warm-up was the same. When I would work out on the track, my warm-up is the same. Are you curious, like, what it is? I mean, I'll tell you. I walk half a mile. I run a quarter or half a mile, depending on how I feel. Then I have a little glute activation with bands and core workout little routine that I do every single day. Whether I'm focusing on legs or on back or on biceps or on shoulders or on whatever, this warm-up is the same. It takes me about 15 minutes to complete, and I am pouring sweat when I finish it, ready to go. That's really it. That's me. That's what I have found works for me. I actually love it. And like I said, 15 minutes and I'm sweating. I feel like I've hit something for each of the big groups of the body. Like I've even incorporated some movements that I know keep me healthy as they have been part of a physiotherapy routine for my hips for years. And I'm just warm and ready to go. As I was spending time with family, getting up and going to the gym still happening, even on the cruise ship getting that morning time, here's the thing I realized. Sometimes my actual workout was shorter than others. Sometimes my actual workout was not as focused or I would try different things, but the warm-up, always consistent. And I even began to think, even if I didn't do anything else today besides that warm-up, wow, it's effective. Like it's effective in my whole body health. So that got me thinking about my time with God, my relationship with God, growth in my relationship with God. What is my warm-up? What is that thing that gets me going? What is it? I, I realized for me that it's reading one chapter of the Bible every day. That's my warm-up. That's exactly what it is. It's my warm-up. It's my consistent setup. It gets me going. It makes me feel ready. It's effective at getting me to flow with God. And here's the thing. That warm-up isn't easy. It's a warm-up. I still have to choose every single day whether I'm going to do it or not. Well, what did Jesus do? Mark chapter 6, verse 31, Then Jesus said, Let's go off by ourselves to a quiet place and rest a while. Matthew chapter 14, verse 13, As soon as Jesus heard the news, he left in a boat to a remote area to be alone. Luke chapter 6, verse 12, One day soon after, Jesus went up on a mountain to pray, and he prayed to God all night. Luke chapter 22, verses 39 to 41, Then, accompanied by the disciples, Jesus left the upstairs room and went, as usual, to the Mount of Olives. There he told them, Pray that you will not give in to temptation. He walked away about a stone's throw and knelt down and prayed. Luke chapter 5, verse 16, But Jesus often withdrew to the will wilderness for prayer. Was that Jesus' workout? I see it more as his warm-up. Jesus went to be alone with the Father. Here's the other thing about a warm-up. A warm-up is strategic and it's consistent. Have you ever watched pregame of like any sport, any professional sport, any college sport? The warm-up is not only key, but it's crucial. And players are pretty serious about their warm-up down to what time they get on the court, to how many shots they take and from what spots, which stretches they do, how they ground themselves. The same every single game. 
Is it superstitious? You may think of it like that, but I will tell you, more than the superstition of it, it is practical. It's strategic. It's necessary so that they can go on and do the thing at peak performance. Let me move on to the next two points and then we'll like come back full circle for this. So the second point is this, the workout. After the warm-up, you've got the workout. And what is that? Well, it's the hard part. It's the deep part. It's the super specific part. It's the pushing, the pressing, the real challenge. At the gym, after my warm-up, I may spend the entire workout focused on my shoulders, focused on my legs, focused on the strength of my back, focused on my endurance, whatever it is. After my warm-up, there is a focused, intentional workout. So how does this look in your relationship with God? Well, after I read one chapter... Sometimes I go back and dive deep into a couple verses that I read. I get out the books. I Google what I need. I check out different Bible translations. I journal through what I feel the Lord asking me through those verses. Sometimes after I read that one chapter, then I keep reading. This morning I read the entire book of Philippians. It's only six chapters and fun fact, you can head to, well, it's actually right between episodes 80 and 81 of this podcast and I actually dropped a bonus episode where I read the entire book of Philippians to you. So you can jump back there and listen to it yourself. Today, that was my workout. Some days I will watch a church sermon to go deeper and learn more. Some days I will go into a lengthened and more specific time of prayer. Some days I will journal page after page after page. See, my workout can vary. The focus of my time with God can shift, yet it is all designed for growth, all around growth. I'm going to jump right into the third one. So we've got the warm-up, the workout, and now the walk. This is it. This is what it's all about. It's time to get your steps in. Do you know what is so amazing about wearing a Fitbit? I talk about this all the time, I feel like. It's realizing how many steps you actually take in a day that you don't count as your workout. Or it's realizing that you're laying around all day and getting absolutely no steps in at all. So in the health and fitness world, well, technically just in life, there's this thing called NEAT. N-E-A-T. And NEAT stands for Non-Exercise Activity Thermogenesis. (laughs) This is the understanding that you're experiencing activity in your day through non-exercise means. Like, for example, you get up from your desk to walk to your coworker's office, to walk to the restroom, to walk from the parked car to the store, to walk around the grocery store. There are all of these that classify as that NEAT space. You're not purposely thinking about working out or thinking about exercise, but you are are in fact getting exercise just by living your day-to-day life. Do you know what I bet was the best learning and understanding for the disciples? I bet it was just walking with Jesus. Like I bet it was just the daily walks, the daily talks, not necessarily the moments he sat down to teach, not necessarily the moments he laid hands on and healed, not necessarily the moments that he spoke to the crowd, just the daily walks together. Those moments that nobody necessarily counted. The moments that aren't even recorded in the Bible. Have you ever thought about that? Like, have you ever thought about what those daily conversations were like? The ones not recorded. I mean, we can read the Bible now and we read a couple of chapters that can take us 20 to 30 minutes. And do you realize that what you've just read was three years of daily walking with Jesus on earth? Three years. Think about that. 
So I want to encourage you right now to find those moments in your day. Find those neat moments, right? Find those neat moments with God. Those moments that you're just hanging out with God. You're just walking with him. You're just in the car and you send him a text. You're just out for a walk and take your headphones off so that you can listen for him to speak. Those moments that you don't have anything to say and you don't need him to say anything either. You just want to sit in his presence. Those moments count. Those moments matter more to your growth than you probably realize. Here, I'll prove it to you how these things that you don't even count actually do matter. What happened in 2020? Well, everything shut down, right? And people started working from home. And even if you were still doing your at-home workouts or trying to keep up, there was this change. According to the U.S. government, in one year, like from the beginning of 2020 to the beginning of 2021, the percentage of adults with obesity in the U.S. increased from 40.7% to 42.5%. That's a big deal. Call it emotional eating. Call it whatever you want. But I would bet that a huge role in that shift was the amount of people lounging around and not getting in that neat, those non-exercise movements that they were used to. Nobody's walking around the office. Nobody's walking around the grocery store. Nobody's doing their group activities. Nobody's going to church. Do you know that when I was going to church in Arizona, staying for two services, worship was on point, I could get my 10,000 steps easy by the time the second service was over just by moving in worship walking around hugging people walking to the car walking to the children's ministry just doing like regular life stuff so when it comes to your relationship with god stop being stagnant and stop thinking it only matters when it's super deep if there's anything you come away with from this episode i want you to simply do these three things develop a good warm-up with god Plan for a couple workouts throughout the week and live life with Jesus. And here's what that might look like for you. A devotional book that you're following, or maybe it's the Bible app. A simple yet strategic warm-up that you can do every single day. You feel it when you do it. You actually do grow some from doing it. You can be consistent with it because it's not too much and it's not too little. If you're serious about growth and development, you'll be serious about the consistency of your warm-up. Let me tell you, I had a friend and she and I got to running together like back in 2015 and then for a couple years after that. We ran a couple 5Ks, some 10Ks, and a couple half marathons together. Do you know what we would do before the race while we were like waiting for it to start? We would laugh. We would joke around. We would look at other people warming up all crazy and say things like, yo, there are really people here trying to like win this thing. Were we wrong? Were we bad? No. We were both very clear that when it came to running, we weren't serious about development, about growth. We weren't desiring to become serious runners. We just enjoyed what it did for us here and there. So let me ask you, are you serious about your relationship with God? Are you desiring development? Do you want to grow? Or do you just like the high that you get every now and then? Do you just like the way that you feel every now and then? Do you just like the blessings that come every now and then? Do you just like the way that other people look at you and say you look like you're doing good every now and then? Um, what's the question I always encourage you to ask? Holy Spirit, help me to examine myself. When you're serious, when you're mature, when you're committed, you'll know the importance of a consistent warm-up and you'll do it. 
Your workouts in the week might look like a Bible study at your church once a week, journaling in your time with God a couple days a week, and pulling out a study Bible to dig deeper into a scripture that you're curious about. And then... You're just doing life with Jesus. You're talking to him in the traffic, about the parking spot. You're thanking him for the weather and the safety of your children. You're singing praises to him throughout the day at random times. You're praying for a stranger as you walk past them, whether they will ever know about it or not. You're thinking about how you can love your spouse in a special way or how you can keep the peace in your house when the kids get home from school. You're doing life with Jesus. You're just getting your steps in, just the ones that you don't think twice about just everyday life. Look, it all matters. It all counts. It all can change your life because it all contributes to your growth in your relationship with God. I really, really hope that this episode has given you some fresh insight and some fresh understanding when it comes to your own relationship with God. I truly hope that you feel like I hear you and I see you right where you are and that you feel like I'm challenging you too. Remember, God chose you. He chose to be in relationship with you. And as a believer, you're saved. You're in. You have that relationship now. But don't you want to grow? Don't you want more? Well, that is where your effort comes in. And I'm going to leave you right there, but I'm going to pray for you before I go. Lord, I worship you. I thank you so much for this day right here. You're so strategic and you are so purposeful. And this day right here is no different. And I desire to grow in my relationship with you. Holy Spirit, help me to examine myself. And God, I lift up the one listening to you right now. I pray that you reveal to them areas in their life that they need to be honest and to put in effort if they desire to grow with you. Reveal to them what growth looks like and what growth takes. God, I know they can do this. I know they can dig deep. You've created them to grow and to flourish. Help them to surrender their own ideas and receive yours. You are a good God, always faithful and always abounding in love. Thank you for who you are. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you for joining me this week. My prayer is that this episode was able to ignite your spirit, elevate your mind, and challenge your body. The His Word My Walk podcast is here to serve you. So if you haven't already, you can check out more of my programs and services at hiswordmywalkpodcast.com. You can also find me on Instagram at Kayla Praise. If you could do me a quick favor and leave a written review in your listening app, I would really appreciate it. I'll see you next time.